Hello, everybody in movie trivia schmodown universe. This is such an amazing, amazing season. So here is why it is so important for Patreon. Patreon is the lifeblood of the movie trivia schmodown. It has been for a very long time. We are doing three pay-per-views versus and that will be one match one big match the throwdown also two big matches inside of the throwdown and then at the end of the month battlefield so that's five big pay-per-view matches and guess what if you are at the ten dollar level you get all three of them you're also going to get one commentary match a month so let's say that uh rachel cushing and mike kalinowski decide they're going to watch their san diego comic-con match together and they're going to comment on it you guys will get that at the ten dollar tier it up twenty dollar and up we are doing special q a's with certain patrons so dan merle just won a match well if you're the twenty dollar patron the link will be sent out you can join the stream and ask question right after his match and this, i didn't even mention the exhibition you get an exhibition match also exhibition that'll happen once a month that you guys will get patreon.com slash schmodown join today it's all going to be worth it but we thank you we thank you for your support and everything that you have done now go enjoy the match enjoy the program whatever you're watching on sen enjoy it and we'll see you next time Elvis, at last, our time has come. We are ready to make our season debut for the Finstock Exchange and begin our path to destiny, that inner geekdom title belt. We are very confident and very excited because we know there are no worthy competitors standing in our way. Hold on there, Barbarian. I think I'm worthy. Really? I think uh, Andrew DeMolanta may have something to say about that. Well... That's not really pertinent right now. And I'm still the best there is at Star Wars. I might not be holding a belt right now, but I'm still the best. And Star Wars is part of the Inner Geekdom Division. Well, we disagree that that's relevant. Well, we don't care what you think. Oh, well, we don't believe that... Uh, Mandalorian TV series has anything to do with theater geekdom and perhaps that's why you lost your belt a little focused on the wrong topics well we think that that is just not true well we would like to see you uh, answer questions about really anything that isn't about uh, little green aliens <laughs> well we think that there's plenty that I can handle yeah well we think you're going to have to handle a lot to get through us Hi, boys. Ah, look, look, look at these two smiley faces. Alex, I didn't recognize you. I'm used to seeing something gold and shiny on your shoulder. I didn't see it. I, looking at you right now, my friend, I'm reminded of the Garth Brooks song, Shameless, only because you're beltless. I don't feel bad. I've been there. I know what it's like. You know, we've played each other, and thinking back to that match, is there anything you would have done differently? Not your Star Wars match where you lost your belt to our match. Anything different you would have done? Well... Yeah, Mike, I think I... Let me stop you right there. Because it wouldn't matter. You could still do things differently, and I still would have KO'd you, my friend. But uh, better luck next time. And you, Babs. Okay, first of all, let's get this... Let's clear the air here. What am I addressing? The round dome or the the stump coming out of your shoulder? You got two things coming out of that next stump of yours. Which, what do I look at? We, we don't care where you look. Okay, okay. So you, you hitched yourself, my friend, you hitched yourself to the, uh, you're wagging to the wrong horse, didn't you? That dossier, it ain't proven too good, is it, my friend? Who, who wrote that, Elvis? He, he scribbled that up for you guys? I know, sure, no, it wasn't uh, that clown in charge there with the, with, the, with the glasses, and then JT got him on that seat thing now. Hey, we don't, appreciate, we don't appreciate this kind of uh, talk. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. I don't care what you have to say, my friend. I really don't. I want to come in and see you two boys. I just want to say hello because it doesn't matter. You guys go and play, and the fans will like you. You guys are your fan favorites. You know, I've been there. So go have your little match because it doesn't matter. I'm not even focused on you. I just want to say hello because Mara Nopic, the wonderful Mara, the amazing Mara, the brown dwarf star has that belt, and I want my belt back. You know, Mara's, she's beaten me, but I've beaten her, and I've taken that belt right off her pretty little shoulders. I'm going to do it again. So you guys, 
have your little fun, your road bumps. I've seen people like you come and go in this league, and there will be people in the future who will come and go. You guys, you're nothing. Have a nice day, losers. Well, we didn't think that was very polite. We agree. Welcome back to the Movie Trivia Schmodown. I'm Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Mark, what an incredible couple of months it's been and what a pay-per-view we just had with John Roca and, and Liz Shannon Miller, Ben Bateman, Riley, everybody. I mean, it has just been such a great... And then you look at yesterday's match with Paige and Peggy. This season has just delivered in ways that we couldn't even imagine, and we get another great one here today in an inner geekdom match that that is going to determine who's going to be playing in a number one contender match. Recently in the movie trivia showdown, Christian, across all divisions, we have run the gamut of emotions, and as we saw yesterday in that match between Gubbins and Frabetti, whew, you talk about not a dry eye in the house, but now we move on to the world of inner geekdom, where we have the barbarian versus the demon. Sounds like pretty dirty business, but I gotta tell you, I think Alex Damon is coming into this match, Christian, not disappointed that he no longer has that gorgeous Star Wars belt. I think he might actually be relieved to just have a normal round match again where Star Wars certainly factors into inner geekdom but there's a lot of other categories where he can prove his knowledge and show what he's worth not just in a galaxy far far away for the barbarian both him and Elvis look they're as competitive as they come if competition were albums they would be dark side of the moon no way I'm told that's a space station either way both fellas really want this match because as you said it does hearken to a future that could possibly involve a shiny belt. Well, yes, what it does is at the end of this month, Mike Kalinowski will be playing one of these two guys in a number one contender match to see who plays Mara Kanopic in the next Inner Geekdom title match. Barbarian, he he entered this league very scary inside. He thought, oh, singles. He's gonna be he's gonna be dominant in singles, he's gonna be dominant in teams. It was inner geekdom where he really started to shine even more so. And then you look at he's like the top trainer for the Finstock Exchange. Tom Dagnino has doing I I, I don't like to give that absolute stupid idiot the the credit that he the, but i have to because he has been look at what gold leader has done look what rick radis has done you know uh, look what they look at roca did uh, th- right now they're on a tear so this is a big one because the barbarian helped put together that dossier he helped do the work he helped recruit a lot of the finstock exchange the question is did that take away from his studying or did that help him even more so working with all these rookies working with all the vets is it turning him into a stronger player or is he more on the side of i'm going to help everybody get better and does that sacrifice it's another thing that we're going to find out today with what the barbarian is going to do pretty sure the term idiot implies stupidity so you don't really need to Throw that adjective on top of unless something happened between you and him this morning. But even why don't we let Christian cool off and throw to this promo from our own Nerd Chronic. Well, hello there. So Elvis and I are going up against Alex the Demon, the most dominant champion the Schmodown has ever seen. He has never lost a championship match, and he's held out of that Star Wars title since 2018. Many people argue that he should be on the Rushmore of Schmodown alongside the GOAT himself, John Roca. Hands down, and Alex? I just remembered it. I didn't have it written down. Can I say it? And Andrew? CC 5052 Bly. I'm fine. I don't know why everyone keeps texting me and messaging me, but I'm fine. I promise. I'm fine. I'm... I'm fine. 
The last time I saw that look in Alex Damon's face was in 2017 in a fatal five-way match in almost four years, you know, that of that look. Uh, I, I'm going to miss that belt, so I, I definitely, uh, I'll, I'll be training for IG while I can. It is, without a doubt, the greatest Star Wars match of all time. Yes, yes. I suppose there's an empty spot on my bookshelf back there that I refuse to fill up because that's where my belt goes. Yes, my belt. Elvis and I have the utmost respect for Alex the Demon, but we want to offer him an opportunity we wouldn't give anyone else. We're going to give you the chance to forfeit your match to us. You know, he just got done training for this Star Wars match against uh, Andrew DeMolanta, which, you know, the fact that he had to spend so much time focusing on training up for that uh, instead of prepping for all the new categories in the inner geekdom, I think gives me an advantage. Look what the expansion did to Chandru. Murdered him. He was finished. Tomorrow's really good. No question about that. But you know who the best is? Barbarian. With Star Wars, yeah, it's it's just 12 movies. I can do that, but with Inner Geekdom, uh, there's a lot that I need to fill in knowledge-wise. If there were any negative emotions like anger or frustration or rage, I guess the only thing to do would be to take it out on the Barbarian. Think about it, Mr. Demon. We're giving you the opportunity to save your legacy from the inevitable obliteration and embarrassment that you face in this match. Everyone knows you were just playing an inner geekdom to have some fun and kill time before you had your annual Star Wars match. Alex Damon, sure, he's great at Star Wars. He's fantastic. There's only one person who's going to take that belt, and his name's the Barbarian. So accept this gift we're offering you, or you can face us and get yet another KO on your record and run back to that division of 12 films you love so much with that demon tail tucked between your legs. Hell, I could take it out on Elvis, too. That could be fun. So instead, I'm just going to tell the Barbarian that I'm going to crush... I just want to say to the Barbarian that I'm looking forward to a great match with you. Well, as I said, the guy's a dumb, stupid idiot. But either way, he's got he's got these uh, he's got these players. He's got the barbarian. They're excited, as they should be. As they should be. It, it's it's everybody was calling the Finstock Exchange morons for the way that they drafted. And so far, it looks like it's working out. But if the stars and the former Star Wars champion, which is crazy to say, Alex Damon, have anything to say about it, it's going to be a bumpy road. You ready? Well, this well-educated idiot is ready to get this thing on the road. I didn't realize until I looked at the screen how close to Pee Wee Herman I'm dressed. So I, I guess fashion sense on point. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Three rounds in the inner geekdom division. Introducing first. Representing the Finstock Exchange with a record of two wins, one defeat, and one knockout. This is the Barbarian makes it out. The music from David B. blaring out there. That track is the music he made specifically for the Barbarian. And, man, look, Barbarian, I have to tell you, this is something you have been doing. You've been really excited to get back in the ring here. You finally get to do it. You're seeing Roka gets the win. Gold Leader gets the win. Radis gets the win. Uh, is there pressure, or do you get more excited? You know... There's never any pressure in the Finstock Exchange because we know we have the best faction in the entire league. And when the year ends, we will have all the belts. 
we will be on that stage at Spectacular, having defeated COVID and having defeated the other seven factions to, held, to hold all four of those championships high and receive the rightful respect we deserve for what we've accomplished this year. Okay, but Barbarian, you're facing a pretty talented opponent. You know what he can do in the world of Star Wars. So is that the only category where you might fear the demon's knowledge? Or are there other categories where you say, hey, I hope the kid stays away from that one? Well, you know, I, uh, I've, I've seen what he's done. He, uh, he's apparently taken his eye off the ball because he lost to that traitor, Andrew DeMolanta. So I don't even fear him in the Star Wars right now. I think his mind is somewhere else, uh, as does Elvis. Elvis has been doing a lot of scouting of him for me while I've been busy training the rest of the exchange. We have no concerns about any of the categories. Uh, we're, we're gonna do this real quick, knock him out and allow him to get back to regaining that belt uh, that uh, we hate to see on that scoundrel de Melanta. All right. Well, thank you so much. Good luck to you, sir. We will see you in just a moment. And his opponent representing the stars with a record of three wins, one defeat, and one knockout. He is the former movie trivia schmodown Star Wars champion of the world. He is Alex the Demon Damon. Alex, you look a little uh look a little upset. What's what's going on? This is the inner geekdom division, right? It is. Everyone's talking about Star Wars. It's Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I'm supposed to get a break from Star Wars here. Like, yes, yeah, Star Wars is NIG, but like, I, I just, I'm tired of hearing about former this, former that. Like, I still have belts. I have other belts. Okay, I'm coping. Well, it, I mean, some could some could argue that maybe that response goes the other way on that. But nonetheless, let's, let's say that, well, I, I hesitate to ask you this. You're coming off a big loss in one of the best matches of all time how are you handling that and how are you able to focus on ig you know yeah it's sometimes it's just the universe telling you to to take a break take a step back like i'm so thrilled to be part of you know the best match of all time i wish i had won it that would have made it it my favorite match of all time but it's fine like i'm here to show that i know things other than star wars and uh, I, I'm going to prove that today. I, I, Barbarian seems awfully cocky for someone who has an identical record to me despite never having held a belt. So I'm feeling pretty confident today. Well, to be fair, your record's actually better. You're 3-1, and one, he's 2-1, and one, so there you go. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Alex. See, look, I, I'm totally with you. That franchise so overrated with its, its, its planets and Klingons and spaceships. What, let's talk about the movie Crawl, or better yet, let's talk about the Barbarian, your opponent today. It's kind of two-on-one here because Elvis does a fair amount of work for him. Do you fear the Barbarian more? Do you fear Elvis more? Is it the combination of the two? The Barbarian may have Elvis on his side, but I have the Force on my side. Light side, dark side, I'm not sure how I'm feeling today, but I do have the Force as my ally. All right, well, thank you to Alex Damon. We hope you're feeling better, and uh, we're going to bring in the Barbarian. All right, our competitors have entered the virtual battlefield. Elvis, the Barbarian, the Barbarian's mustache, and Alex Damon have arrived. What are the rules for round number one? Round number one, as for all rounds in inner geekdom, questions may only be answered by human beings, not their rodents nor their mustaches. Questions one through ten are worth... One point apiece in round number one. Yes, 10 questions because it's inner geekdom. You may not steal any answers. You may not challenge. Well, yeah, I guess you can challenge. We'll give each a challenge. We'll bring in your manager. They'll confirm and ratify said challenge is taking place. 
We'll also give you three JTE rules. We're nice like that. If you're not sure you heard a question right, a rodent was talking to you, use a JTE rule. You get another 15 seconds to get that correct answer. Bottom line is this. Once we ask you by name or nickname to reveal your answer, we show what you wrote at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Christian, if one or both competitors gets all 10 questions correct in round number one, a bonus question will be asked. Said bonus question is also worth a one point. All right, so we ask Alex Damon, are you ready? I'm ready. Barbarian, are you ready? Not quite yet. As a tribute to our captain, John the Goatlaw, I'm going to perform this match wearing a blindfold. Oh, okay. Well, that's on, okay. Christian, I think it's better for everyone if he actually does have sight, especially in round one. Oh, well, maybe he actually is going to do it. I don't know what's going to He happen. might actually do it. His handwriting can't get much worse. Does it mean does he look like many people we've met over the years at the comedy store? He looks like if there was going to be a personal trainer for the Finstock Exchange, that's what it would be. 100%. All right. Now, are you ready? Yes. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one. Question number one. Here we go. We're going to start with dystopian future and time travel. In the Matrix franchise, who is said to be the father of the Matrix if the Oracle is the mother? Uh, Christian, I don't know if you notice, I have a different background today. Can you guess what city I am currently in? Chicago. Los Angeles. Five. I was going to guess that, too. Four. Three. I'm home. Two. One. Pens down. I'm really mad at myself because I was going to guess Los Angeles. Uh, Alex Damon. The architect. Yes. And Barbarian. He makes Elvis hungry for chicken. The architect. Tie game. All right. Here we go. Question two. Is it the category of scores and soundtracks? And your query for a point. The songs House of the Rising Sun, Sympathy for the Devil, and Purple Lamborghini all appear in what 2016 comic book film? Had some classic rock conversations pre-show with our own PJ Campbell and Finstock, who actually added to the conversation. No, he didn't. Five, four... Three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. Barbarian. We guessed Deadpool. That is incorrect. Alex Damon. Suicide Squad. That is correct. Alex Damon goes up by one as we get to question number three. This is the new category of graphic novels. Who plays V, a masked, charismatic, and skilled anarchist terrorist in the 2006 film V for Vendetta. What, uh, what do you think of that new Suicide Squad? Do you like that trailer? I did. You? Uh, trailer's good. I, I, I am not a Steely Dan fan. Five, four, three, Sorry. two, one. Pens down. Alex. Hugo Weaving. Yes, sir. And Barbarian. Hugo Weaving. If you would have gotten that wrong, Barbarian, we'd have issues. All right, three, two. Barbarian and I worked at Silver Pictures a long time ago. All right, here's oh. the next question. More resume facts coming soon. In the meantime, fantasy science fiction is the next category. And the question, in the year 2045, much of humanity uses the virtual world Oasis to escape the real world in what film directed by Steven Spielberg? Yeah, 2000. <laughs> One of the all-time great bits ever. So upset Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Barbarian. Ready Player One. Yes, Alex. Ready Player One. Alex Damon has not missed just yet. It is five, four. Excuse me. Four, four, three, four, three at the moment as we get to our fifth question now. Fifth question, and that is Spider-Man films. Spider-Man. In which Spider-Man will you find electrical engineer Max Dillon working for Oscorp? I remember being so disappointed when Ready Player One came out, not because of the movie, but because at the start, the speakers were off in the theater, and Jump is the opening song. Couldn't sure. Hear. Five, four. Three, that's a bummer. Two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down. And Alex. 
The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. And Barbarian. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Correct. 5-4. Damon still keeps his lead by one as we get to question number six. Yep, as it turns out, that movie wasn't all that amazing. Question numero six is in the category of Jurassic Park. So hold on to your butts for a point. Which Jurassic Park film ends with the line, and if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way? Roxy Stryer upset with you because she liked The Amazing Spider-Man 2. But I I reviewed it fresh for Rush Mosno back in the day, but I was drinking a lot. Not me. Five. Four. Movie stinks. Three. Two. One. Pens down, please. Pens down. And we start with the Barbarian. I wrote the original Jurassic Park. My, my pen is starting to fade a little bit. It is incorrect. And Alex. The Lost World Jurassic Park. That's correct. Alex Damon goes up by two. Alex Damon goes up by two here. 6-4. Six, 6-4 four. Six, four as we get to question seven. This is a category that is brand new to a lot of people, especially Alex Damon. This is Star Wars. In The Rise of Skywalker, the film opens on which planet? They really are great movies, though. You know? Like, it's really fun to go to that galaxy. It really is. I mean, an, I enjoy it. Especially the Obi-Wan cast. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Alex Damon. Mustafa. Yes, Barbarian. I had a Mustafa. That is correct. All right. So nice little fake out there by Barbarian. Seven, five. Seven, five is good to the next question. Question eight. Damon, still perfect. Three more questions for perfect round number one. Your next category is Middle Earth. Name one of Bard the Bowman's children in the Hobbit trilogy. I got a question. I'm happy Hayden Christensen's back, okay? I root for the kid. Yeah, we've had, beef, gonna be, we've had a beef about this for a long time. He's just going to be wearing a Darth Vader helmet the whole time. Not, just, not necessarily five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down and Barbarian. It's one of them named Bane. That is correct. And Alex? What brand? That is incorrect. Looking for either Bane, Sigrid, or Tilda. So Bar- uh, Barbarian gets within one. Alex Damon still up by one as we get to now question number nine. Comic book movies. Comic book movies. What is the name of the 2013 buddy cop action comedy starring Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg? To be fair, you see Bard the Bowman and you're like probably fathered a lot of children that we don't know about. Close enough. Eh, close enough. Five, four, three, two. Uh, Alex using a repeat. Uh, repeat. His... Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Repeat. Here's the first one by Alex Damon. What is the name of the 2013 buddy cop action comedy starring Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg? First one by Alex Damon. Right, it's a cat and mouse game so far. Damon had a two-point advantage at one time. Now it's down to one. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and Alex. Making up a sequel to Man on Fire, Men on Fire. That is incorrect, and Barbarian. (laughs) It is two guns. That is correct. Barbarian ties the game here. Seven, 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 seven. As we now get to... The final question in this round, question 10. I would pay to see men on fire as well. The next and last question in round one is in the category of X-Men. Excuse me, X-Men. Oh, boy. In X-Men, The Last Stand, at the end of the film, Magneto slightly moves what object with his powers? All I can do these days, Christian, just make slight movements with my limited powers. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, and we start with the Barbarian. This is a chess piece. It is. And Alex? It's a chess piece. This is a tie game. 
Eight, eight. What a round that was. Very exciting. Round. Alex starting off really strong. Missed the uh, two towards the end there. And Barbarian catching up. And we see ourselves tied up after round number one. Really great round from both our competitors as we get into round number two. It's the wheel round, Mark. How's it go? It's eight, eight. And it was specifically a king is what he moved on that chessboard. In round number two, it's the wheel round. You spin a wheel, goes round and round. The kids love it. Once it settles on a category, five questions from that particular inner geekdom realm will be asked to that particular competitor. Each question is worth two points, but stealing is available in round number two. So if you miss it, we are going to ask your opponent if they might have the right answer. Another option is multiple choice. You can ask us for four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. So it's eight to eight, Christian. Barbarian had a nice intro, but he was first. And then we brought in Alex the Demon Damon. So Alex, you have the call. Do you want to spin that wheel first or defer to your opponent who is currently petting a rodent? I'm going to defer to the Barbarian. All right. 60 seconds, starting now. Well done. Got him right where we want him. Yeah, that was a foolish choice of him to defer. I agree. You got your uh, three JT rules left. You know that. Mm -hmm. You know, let's spin this wheel, man. Let's do it. We're, we're going to hang a minus one. We're still going to hang a minus one. It's all good. Let's get it. Wheels up, and here's the spin. Diamond hand. I just love seeing all these new categories on this wheel. Who's that? Hmm. All right, well. Is that new? I yeah, like it. It was interesting. All right, Spider-Man, it is. Spider-Man, 60 seconds to the side, starting now. What are we thinking here? You like it? I mean, there's a lot of them. I mean, I like a lot of these. Mm -hmm. There's nothing really I'm scared of. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let's take it. Let's take it. Yeah? You sure? Yes. All right. I like it. Let's do it. All, All right. right. I trust you. All right, so our competitors are back. You spun Spider-Man movies, Barbarian, and so you will be getting five questions in the realm of Spider-Man. Are you ready? We are ready. All right, here you go. First one. Which Spider-Man villain said, live in my world, a world without power, a world without mercy, a world without Spider-Man? Let's go multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Mysterio, B, Electro, C, Vulture, D, Dr. Octopus? Mysterio. That is incorrect. Alex, for the opportunity to steal, I'm going to give you the question and read the answers for you again. Which Spider-Man villain said, live in my world, a world without power, a world without mercy, a world without Spider-Man? Was it A, Mysterio, B, Electro, C, Vulture, D, Dr. Octopus? Electro. That's correct for one point. Alex Damon picking up that steal. Here is the question. All right. Who plays the character of Eddie Brock in Spider-Man 3? Regrettably, that would be Topher Grace. That is correct. Mark Ellis did not play that character, but Grace did. Here is the next question. Question number three. In Spider-Man Far From Home, Peter wants to buy MJ what type of necklace? Five. Four. Black Dahlia. That's correct. For two points. And here is the third question. Excuse me, fourth question. Fourth question. Here is the fourth question. In Into the Spider-Verse, what is the name of the lab where Olivia Octavius is the head scientist? Alchemax. That's correct. So one more here. One more here. And here is the fifth question. In The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Norman Osborn 
sent his son off to boarding school at which age? Multiple choice. Is it A, 11, B, 10, C, 9, D, 13? We will say 10. Is incorrect. Alex, for the steal. In The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Norman Osborn sent his son off to boarding school at what age? Is it A, 11, B, 10, C, 9, D, 13? 11. That's correct for a one-point steal. Alex Damon getting two big point steal there. It is 14-10 now as Alex Damon has the opportunity to spin in the second round. 60 seconds, starting now. This is a fired up Alex Damon. This is an Alex Damon that I don't think people have seen. I am so impressed with what you're doing. Those steals were massive, incredible first round, incredible second round. And at the end of the day, no matter what, what we know is that you know the difference between a blindfold and a headband. And that is something that I cannot say about our opponent today. So Alex, I'm so, so impressed. You've made the stars ridiculously proud so far. I'm glad that you use that JTE because you're giving yourself the time that you need. You still have two of them left. And uh, let's spin the wheel and see what we get. Let's spin it. All right. So here is the spin by Alex Damon. Part of the stars, I keep telling you. Hey, round and round it goes. Opponent's choice lurking on the wheel, as is spinner's choice. And so is Star. <laughs> All right, we really can't have to escape think this it. One through. We have to think this one through, wow. Alex. Wow. What are you thinking here? I mean, I want to show people I have layers, but. I, here's what it. we don't care about layers. Here's what we do care about W's. You've got this. Take your time, Phil, though. Of you never know what they're going to throw at you. Yeah. It has followed him. He has gotten Star Wars now. Alex Damon with Star Wars. All right, Mark. Yeah, Christian, the layers are for winter. And as his opponent can tell you, the sun is clearly out right now. So, Alex, five questions in the world of Star Wars. Your first one for two points. This will begin to make things right. Is the first line spoken in what film? The Force Awakens. Good movie, that one. And as for two points, and all of a sudden, the demon is within two of the Barbarian's lead. Your next question to tie Elvis's owner, or maybe it's vice versa. In Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, what organization does Leia insist will not sit still for Darth Vader's attack on her consular ship? The Imperial Senate. Yeah, they're not going to sit still for that Vader guy. Two points, and all of a sudden, it's a tied ball game. Alex Damon still has three questions left in the home court category of Star Wars. What does C-3PO worry the Jawas might do to both him and R2-D2 in A New Hope? Do you think they'll melt us down? Yeah, melt them down. It's uh, Galaxy is not going to be the same without R2, at least. Your penultimate question in the category of Star Wars to Alex, who now has a two-point lead. Which Star Wars character says the following line as their first line of dialogue? Tatooine is sparsely populated. Darth Maul. That's right. Not a wordsmith necessarily, but he gets his point across, as is Alex Damon, Christian, because it's a four-point lead, and Alex Damon now, his final Star Wars question. In The Last Jedi, Snoke says Kylo has too much of his father's what in him? Heart. That is correct for two more points. And Alex Damon doing what we thought he would do in Star Wars. It is now 20 to 14. The Barbarian all of a sudden trailing by six as we enter round number three. That was massive for Damon, and he, I, I don't know if he reached back for that figure or he tried to reach back for that belt that wasn't there, but either way, you play like that, and you can see why he's going to be playing for that belt this, again. This is a belt, Christian. Sorry. This is a belt. It is a belt. I'm sorry. We can't confirm. All right. Well, either way, it is 2014 as Alex Damon takes a six-point lead over the Barbarians. We get into round number three. Mark, what are the rules? Round number three is the round where us, the schmoes, 
rely on some help from our competitors. We just need a series of numbers from each of you. These numbers may range from 1 to 16 because each one corresponds to a unique category of inner geekdom goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your final question is worth five big points. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three. I will be administering all of the questions to both competitors, and Christian Harloff will be making the final judgment as to who wins the match. Lest we go to sudden death overtime, still well within the realm of mathematical possibility. So, Alex Damon, you enjoy a six-point lead all of a sudden, and you get to give us your three lucky numbers first. From one to 16, which numbers feel fortunate? I would like three, seven, and nine. Three, right. seven, nine for Damon and four the Barbarian. Eight, two, and six. Eight, right. two, and six for the Barbarian. All right. So we are going to drop out the Barbarian and bring in Roxy, who's going to talk to Alex Damon. Roxy, 60 seconds. Sorry, yeah. I think you already know this, but those were really sexy numbers. So thank you for picking the sexiest of the numbers. Uh, you know the math, you know what's going on here. You're doing incredible, but remember that this game is not over yet. So we play through, we play all the way. You take the two JTEs you have when you need them. You take all the time that you need for this. Uh, The answers are inside you and they will come to you if you give yourself the ability to reach them. So I believe in you wholeheartedly here. This is your match. This is your time to win. And payback is a B for anybody out there who didn't believe in you because they're a bunch of morons. I would like to take a second to apologize to PJ and the Star Wars question writers. I didn't want that to happen, but I know you're running low after the, my past couple matches. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, you're doing incredible. Keep your head in this game. You got this. All right. Thank you to Alex and to Roxy. Going to bring back the exchange. Looks like you know what you need to do? Mm-hmm. Got to get him to his five. Yep. Three and five. That's all we have to do here. You got the three JT rules. We're yeah. not worried here. This isn't insurmountable. It's not. It's doable. Everything is doable in the FinStack Exchange. Let's go. Let's get it. We will do it. All right. Thank you. Short and sweet. I like it. All right. So now, Mark, we're going to start with the Barbarian who's going to try to avoid the TKO, and he chose Category 8. That's right. That is Cal Ripken, Kobe Bryant's legendary number, and now it can start the comeback path for the Barbarian. For two points, Category 8 corresponds to the wacky world of Transformers. And your question, for two points, in how many films of the Transformers franchise does Megan Fox appear? Two. That is correct. The original Transformers and Revenge of the Fallen. And so with that two-point correct answer, Christian, Barbarians cut it to a four-point lead. He doesn't need to hit the three, but it would really help his chances to win. No, the three would be very helpful to to win, yes. All right, thank you. All right, so we are now going to see if Barbarian can hit that three-pointer mark, and he chose category number two. That's right. Tim Couch's number corresponds to Marvel movies. And the question, to cut the lead to one point... All is revealed are the last words of what X-Men villain? Five, four, three. JT. Second one. All right. Category is Marvel movies. The question for three points, all is revealed are the last words of what X-Men villain? Five, four, three. Apocalypse. That is correct for three points, and it is a one-point ballgame. Alex Damon still with the lead, and so we stick with Barbarian for his five-point question. If you get this right, we continue the match, and you avoid a TKO. Should you miss it, the Demon will be the winner of the match. All right, you selected number six for your five-point question. Sonny Jurgensen's number corresponds to Spider-Man. 
more accurately, the films about Spider-Man. And your question, for the lead and to continue the match, in Spider-Man Homecoming, what does Ned want Peter to help him build after school? Five, four, three. Uh, JTE. Last one. All right. The category is Spider-Man. And the question, in Spider-Man Homecoming, what does Ned want Peter to help him build after school? Uh, is, is it a Lego Death Star? That is correct, Christian, and we continue wow. the match all of a sudden. We went from the possibility of a TKO for Alex Damon to now Damon finds himself trailing by four points. He's going to have to answer some questions correctly now. He can hit his two and his three and win the game, but that was something that Star Wars once again comes back, and this time it helps the Barbarian. As Alex Damon now has chosen Category 3, Mark, Category 3. Category three is one of my favorites to say because I enjoy this word, Alex. Swashbuckling adventure. And your question to cut the Barbarian's lead in half. What musician plays Jack's father for the first time in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End? Keith Richards. He's also a pretty good guitar player right here. It is a correct answer and more importantly, the Barbarian's lead has been halved to two. Alex Damon can win with a correct answer of his next question. That's right, Mark. So where we are at the moment, 24 for the Barbarian, 22 for Damon. If he hits the three points, he will win the game. If not, we will bounce to the five-pointer. Mark, he chose category seven. John Elway wore the number. Joe Theismann, of course, did. And now Alex Damon selects it, and it corresponds to his three-point question in the category of Star Trek. And the question for the win. What is the name of Captain Nero's ship in Star Trek from 2009? Five, four, three. The Kelvin. That is incorrect. Looking for Narada. All right, so Damon misses that one, but he still has the opportunity to win the match should he hit his five-pointer. He chose category number nine. He did, Christian. It's a five-point question, and it's as simple as this. Get it right, and Alex Damon wins the match. If he misses, Elvis and a little bit of the Barbarian are going to get the win for five points. The category is Jurassic Park. And the question for the win. In the film Jurassic World, name two of the Raptors that Owen Grady takes care of. Blue, Charlie, Delta, and Echo. And your winner, Alex the Demon! Damon! Damon wins it. What a fight it was, though. In order to do it, Barbarian comes all the way back Damon misses his three, but hits the five. And oh my God, what a battle that was. 27-24. Alex Damon is getting his rematch with Mike Kalinowski. Unbelievable, Mark. Unbelievable. Christian, I'd get nervous when competitors just, oh, we only have to name two, but I'll go ahead and name four. But with Alex Damon, when it comes to Star Wars and now possibly Jurassic Park, he is pretty damn lights out. And so we'll let Roxy and Alex celebrate for the moment while we drop them out. But in a moment, they will be speaking with our own Jen Sturger. Roxy, obviously very, very happy. I mean, 
Gucci's still going to be happy the way the Barbarian played because the Barbarian was they almost they they building this momentum and they almost lost a point, but the Barbarian fought out of that. They don't lose a point, but Roxy, who needed those three points, she got them and she got them again because of Alex Damon. What Alex Damon did, and he's got an opportunity now to pick up four more points if he can beat uh, Kalinowski, and then he can pick up uh, you know another seven points should he beat Dimolanta. So she's got a lot of points on the board with Dimol- with uh, with Damon right now. You, sir, Christian Harloff, are the opposite of a stupid, dumb idiot because you're right. That's an excellent point you make is that the Barbarian, even in defeat, still helped his faction out by avoiding the TKO in the negative one number associated with that. And what heart, what grit, what toughness we just saw from Elvis to come all the way back from a daunting task. Six point lead after watching Alex Damon smoke round number two because he spun Star Wars. But then Alex Damon says, well, you know, I kind of wanted to show I'm more than just a Star Wars guy. Do not worry, Sir Damon. You just did with those difficult questions in round number three. He got eight of ten in round number one. Guy knows a lot. And Mike Kalinowski better start preparing. Yeah, he's, he, he has that rematch. Mike Kalinowski, of course, uh, TKO'd Damon the last time they played. This is his only defeat in Inner Geekdom, so now he gets a point of revenge. You, Jen Sturge will be asking him about that, amongst a lot of other things. Here she is with Alex Damon and a very, very happy Roxy Stryer. Alex, the smile's coming back to your face. I'm so excited to see you again. This has to feel really good to rebound like this coming off your last match. It does, it does, I needed that. You know, I'm not used to losing. So two in a row, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I just love that you already have your collection of belts nearby for emotional support, just in case. Roxy, oh, I I just know that you are just beaming with pride for this guy right now, especially considering he could have gotten in his head. He could have taken the Star Wars loss and carried it over into this and been second guessing himself. And in fact, I feel like he's proven that he might be a more well-rounded player than people have given him credit for. Yeah, much more well-rounded. And and the thing is, this is what we all talk about as managers. The wheel giveth, the wheel taketh away. We've talked about this many a times. And I know there are people out there today who are going to say that, oh, Alex spun Star Wars. Well, we would have had to be a bunch of morons to spin off of that because thank you to the wheel for doing that. But I'm very confident that that exact situation could have happened with several things on the wheel, if not everything on the wheel, because he is really well-rounded. He's really putting the time and effort and energy into this. Uh, And I think that he's going to have to take those emotional support belts and clear them to the side, because I think there's a couple other belts that are coming back his way. It's so right, though, Roxy, because spinning away from Star Wars would have been his ego being like, no, I've got to prove it. And he showed today that he's a smart, smart player of this game. Um, I think even going to the last round, you know, and saving all of his JTEs, knowing that he wasn't going to pull that Star Trek question was like just proof of how well he plays this game. Yeah. And then also just think about the first round and then the last round, he hit a five pointer that was really hard to hit. I I don't know that I I love the reveal of I know all of the people, not just one of the dinosaurs. So (laughs) jokes on you guys. We're going to do a little better hiding our cards, but I'm still very, very impressed uh, with his ability to pull that. And that's because he's an awesome, awesome IG player. And we already know he's an incredible Star Wars player, but I get it. I'm loving this new Alex who's like, can can everybody stop talking about Star Wars for a second? This is a different division. Look at where I am and look at what I've done. And look at his record, four and one in IG. We talk about the greats with records like that. And why is Alex's name not in that conversation? I don't know. You're absolutely right, Roxy. You know, stars are now tied with the exchange and the suspects for third place with seven points. This was a big win for you guys today. But um, Alex, let's talk a little bit about this match coming up with Mike Kalinowski. You know, it's the end of the month. And right after that, you have Demolanta again. So how do you juggle preparing for arguably two of the biggest matches in your career? Well, let's be honest. I don't (laughs) have to study all that much for Star Wars compared to some of the stuff I need to fill in for IG. You know, the Star Wars stuff is in there. Um, I'm not overly worried about that. Uh, I, I think people know that I had some weaknesses in my match against Mike last time. I don't have those weaknesses anymore, but I need to make sure that I don't have any weaknesses if I want a shot at the belt. 
Absolutely. Roxy, you get Shannon again. I know that you're excited about that. And Mike, you know, a player that you used to manage. So yeah, is this a rematch you guys have wanted since the tournament loss last season? Or are you just kind of like, oh, these guys again? We Alex always wants to play the best. And despite me thinking that Mike can be the, the biggest tool in the shed, uh, <laughs> he is really strong in IG. And I want to... I want to put him in his place and I want him to give the respect to Alex that he deserves. And more so than beating Mike, who is just more of a thorn in my side. Yeah, I always want to take down Shannon at every opportunity that we're given. So we want this fight. We want this match. And I think it's going to be a close one, but I know that Alex can pull it out. Absolutely. Well, Alex, congratulations again, Roxy. You're on your way back up, girl. I'm so excited for you all. And and like I said, Alex, it's... um, I'm really, really happy for you. I feel like you are everything Roxy's board says you are and more. Thank you, Jen. You know, as uh, Jen pointed out, with that win, those are three big points. The Stars see themselves now tied for third place. The Dungeon with 15, the Den with eight, and the usual suspects, Finstock Exchange, and the Stars all tied for third place now with seven big points here and that was uh you know that Dagnino's going to be pissed off you know that Gucci's is not going to be happy at all and I'm sure you look you look at what Barbarian did at the end there when Alex hit it he threw his hands up in the air you see how much it means to them right now you see how much it was it was right there and you would feel that way when when the Barbarian was he was on the verge of a TKO it was like it looked like it was over and he hit all three of his points he fought back and it looked like okay i can win this thing and when alex missed that three mark anything can happen he just knew that jurassic park question he knew it i mean he showed he knew all of it the fact that a competitor can get that sort of draw in round number two where you have two questions stolen from you and then your opponent spins the category of their dreams you still have the resolve to fight back and claw your way over their lead to enjoy a four-point lead at one point in round number three that speaks to the grit of the Barbarian and Elvis. And even if Dagnino is upset at the final result of the match, which would be understandable, he's got to commend his player for just how much resolve and backbone he was able to show. We're going to find out more in exactly what sort of mood Gucci is in right now. Jen Sturger, it's all yours. Listen, I'm just saying if the Barbarian gets to keep his social animal, I get to keep mine here as well. I know that was a tough loss for you guys, but I think... Christian and Mark make a great point that the fact that you hung in there as much as you did, considering Alex Damon, a legend in Star Wars, spun Star Wars, and you still took him to his five. Yeah. I mean, look, Craig's one of the best players in the game, or, or Barbarian's one of the best players in the game. There's no question about that. Um, we knew that we, we, we were going to take this guy out if he didn't roll on Star Wars. Sure enough, that's what he did. Um, he played well. I mean, the guy knows everything about Star Wars. We knew he was going to, if he rolled that, he was going to get all of them. Look what he did last week or whatever it was. Um, That was our only concern. And sure enough, he rolled it. And like I said, Barbarian played with true grit, didn't get TKO'd, had the lead. Just didn't go our way this time. But we're not too worried about it. Barbarian, how did you feel about your performance today? You know, I don't need any of this pity talk that you guys have of, oh, I showed grit in my loss. That's not what this is about. This is about winning belts and winning championships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the tournament of Inner Geekdom will be ours. We will march to the top and we will win that belt at Spectacular. Mm -hmm. Do Do you think that you guys perhaps maybe looked past Alex Damon assuming that he was just a Star Wars player? No. I mean, Look, he's a good player, but we're, we we know we have the best faction, and we know everybody in our team is pretty much guaranteed to win. And that's pretty much it. Like I said, there'll be stumbles. We know that. But like I said, this guy's the best. He knows it. We should be in the winner's circle. I mean, but I've seen you a lot in the winner's circle this season, yeah. Gucci. Like, let's face it, you know, you had three straight wins. The Stars mm-hmm. put an end to that now, you know. Uh, you've got a few unknowns coming up. So are you a little nervous now that your next matches are all your rookies? Nah, there's no exit plan with Diamond Hands. You know, uh, we don't rely off theories here. We, we rely off facts. And the facts are 99% of the time we win. That's all it is. 
I might check that math a little bit, but you know, you're having a good season. We are, and it will be the best season ever recorded when it's all said and done. So how do we rebound? Nobody needs to check the math of Gucci. The math of Gucci is the ultimate math. And if you want to rebound, we're not playing basketball here. This is not practice. This is a game. We are going to rebound by going into the next event that we play and answering every single question right, no matter what division, no matter where we are. It's 100% right. All right. Well, tough loss today, gentlemen. Um, Sorry it didn't go your way, but like I said, it's a long season, so keep your head up. Laser eyes. Sure. Sure. Well, there you go. Uh, He fought really, really well. He, He did what he had to do, but they're right. You know, he hit... Star Wars, and that's a it's a kiss of death. So I think Gucci said it. They knew they had him if he didn't hit Star Wars. Well, he hit Star Wars. They took the match. The stars take a big three points. Massive, massive three points. And now we see ourselves with Kalinowski versus Damon 2. A lot of pressure, and I'm glad Jen asked that question to the Demon about how do you balance studying? You you got these two big matches coming up, but I think you can trust him to remain level-headed and just to block out as much time as he needs to get through all of those films he's going to have to have intense knowledge of. And for the Barbarian, where did he go from here? Well, look, we know the guy has... University of Michigan basketball team level talent. I'm not sure I can call Gucci a Juwan Howard level coach just yet, but I think that they have something special. And I think a lot of that was on display today in round number three, even a losing effort though it may be barbarian proved him and Elvis are up for just about any challenge that our little show could toss at them. Well, he shows how dangerous he is. Remember, he entered this. He entered as a singles and a teams player, and he's going to be in in both singles and teams for the remainder of the year. So they still have another IG player when it comes to Moose Haas, you know, and and he's going to be coming up with a match not too not too far off. So they he he kind of fell into IG and he became the IG player. He's a singles and a teams guy, and he is dangerous. And he he's still he's he's going to go out there. He's two and one in, in singles as well. So this is going to be. Uh, this is still a, a, a hiccup in his showdown career, but it was a very well-fought victory against, as I think that you said it, I think Roxy said it. This Alex Damon is an Alex Damon we've never seen before. He came in pissed off, disheveled, like uh, looking like he, he had a look in his eye of, of anger. And that is an Alex Damon we've never seen before. And it seemed to work. It wasn't distracting. It seemed to work. So I don't know what that means for Kalinowski. I don't know what that means for Dimolanta. But what I do know is that is a very different Alex Damon that we've ever seen. And I like it. As uh, Grogu's great, great granddaddy once said, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Well, we know Alex Damon hates losing. And I'll say this about Elvis. He lives a very well-maintained, cushy lifestyle. Alex Damon came into this match, the wounded animal, and he fought like it, and he ends up getting the victory. And three big points for the Stars faction as they rocket up to a tie for third place. Everyone's still looking up at the Dungeons lead with 15 faction points, but it's still very early in the season, and we have a whole lot of goodies for you here at the movie Trivia Schmodown. Not just my fancy background, because I'm currently in Cincinnati, Ohio, but also because we have so many different tiers for all of our movie Trivia Schmodown fans to check out at our Patreon page. Select which tier is right for you and join our Patreon. That $10 level gets you every pay-per-view event we have all season long. We already had some juicy ones and looking forward to a lot more coming up soon. There's tons of them coming up, and and this one could be a pay-per-view, but it's not. It's going to be released tomorrow, and it is going to be a number one contender match for teams. William, the Beast Bibiani, and the Kid, the former team's champions, Shazam, goes up against Paul Oyama and Lon Harris. Final exam in a number one contender match. Bibiani looking for some revenge against Paul Oyama from his loss just a few weeks ago. And as Mark mentioned, if you sign up for that $10 tier, you're going to get the big event coming up very, very soon. There it is. You have on the undercard. This is an undercard. Kevin Goodenough Smith against Sassy Stacy Howard. And in the main event, 
for the Movie Trivia Schmodown Championship of the World. Dan Merle, the dangerous one, going for his fifth championship. But in order to do it, he has to beat the undefeated former rookie sensation now in his sophomore season, Adam the Coyote Collins. Adam Collins, should he win, will have eight straight victories. No one has ever done that in the movie Trivia Shimoda. You sure I didn't? You sure? No, we didn't do it, partner. But either way, what a match it was. What a contender match it was now that we're going to see Kalinowski versus Demon at the end of the month in that pay-per-view at the end of the month. So, guys, thank you so very much for joining us here. Mark, thank you for joining me. Thank you to Jen Sturger. Thanks to the Barbarian, Alex Damon, Roxy Schreier, Bobby Gucci, the whole Skybound team, everybody. Of course, the great Nerd Chronic. We appreciate you. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow.